Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Yay! Woo. I don't know why I became the Muppets right there for <laughs> what. Yay! <laughs> um, hi ho, hi ho! Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tonight, uh, we're going to be uh, reviewing um the new uh, uh uh one of the movies that we watched this week, which was uh, uh Arachnophobia. Yay! <laughs> um, well, I mean, they did have like. They probably did use puppets at some point. They did. No, they totally used. So. Uh, there's, there's. We'll talk. We review this week. Um, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. If you haven't seen the movie and don't want anything spoil it for you, like we said, we'll go ahead and get to. Um, we'll give you the spoilers ahead of time, so you don't have to worry about that and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, we are back. Uh, I am Stevo, along with. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. I know you have a movie. Well, you just had a movie come out this year of uh, the Velvet, Velvet Buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. And yeah. then also now yeah. you have uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So can you tell me, uh, Did you play? are you a good Mysterio or are you the bad Mysterio? Spoilers. Well, I don't care. Well, I'm uh, I'm not like Tom Holland, so I can't tell you. Sorry. Damn it. Um <laughs> But yes, we are back, and if you're listening to us and you want to tell other people where they can find us, they can find us on 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Podcast Directory, uh, Google Play Music, uh, Google Podcast App, Spotify, and Podchaser. And of course, if you want to help support the show in any way, uh, you can go to the 4 click on that Amazon banner, shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. Now, if you're also looking for our our Facebook page and you want to let people know about our Facebook page or you want to give our Facebook page a like, uh, feel free to. We That's at facebook.com backslash notanotherbhorrorcast. And if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, that's at bhorrorcast. And if you want to shoot us an email, you can go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. You can drop us, uh, hey, this is a movie recommendation or I didn't agree with your review, or, oh, I have a spooky story to tell you, or just, you know, you just want to shoot the shit. We're, 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 we're eager for your fan mail, or listener mail, or suggestion mail, whatever you want to use it as. The, the, the B-horror scary bag of treats. Sure. I don't know where I was going with that, but hopefully I stuck I'd... the landing. Um, anyways, sure. uh, before we dive into our movie review, we do have some horror movie news and uh, TV news and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but before we dive yeah. into that, we're going to catch up on our week. Uh, we are uh, recording on Wednesday, so this will drop on Thursday. Last week, our episode dropped early. Um, it was interesting. Uh, a lot of people seem to have be like, oh, what's going on? I was like, well, we're taking a little bit of 
I, I forgot what was going on. What did we, we were do? doing something on Wednesday. Oh, we had the uh, birthday party on Wednesday. Perfect. There so. is what exactly you could talk about. I totally forgot about that. But anyways, um, Jake, how was your week? And uh, fill us in on what you've been up to. Um, well, first of all, since we last chatted, which would be never technically since Jake Gyllenhaal has never come on this podcast before. But um, stand corrected, back in my youth, a lot of people did say I look like Jake Gyllenhaal, so I could technically talk to him in the mirror. It was just weird, true. sad, and creepy, and my parents were worried. Yeah, it's not any different from Donnie Darko. Um, but um, Anyways, so Wednesday... Man, that was a really good joke, and you didn't even smirk. Sorry, I was trying to do stuff, and <laughs> oh, no, I, I wanted to give you credits for it, but I was like, oh, if you're going to vamp, let me get something set up. So now, okay, the curtain's pulled back. So Sorry. Thanks, Jake. Um, I anytime. thought you were a fucking professional. You know what? Get out. I want Tom Holland. I don't care. Ah, you can spoil God. whatever you want. You know what? This is why Mysterio turns evil. Um, no, uh, yes, I was on a podcast, and some person berated me, so I became evil. I don't know if that's When did be Jake voice. become British? Well, I'm, I'm trying to remember what Mysterio's voice sounded like in the 90s Spider-Man oh, cartoon. Gotcha. And I'm, I'm trying, I think he was just like, I know he had like a weird echoey thing when he had the mm-hmm. dome on, but then like after he took it off, he just looked like this like uh, surfer and you're like, what? Which is really funny because honestly, in the comics, I thought that Mysterio looked like an uglier version of Spock, but that's just me. Um, anyways... Uh, we're going to step back from that major digression and jump to what I did last week, which was we went to uh, the VIG out in Phoenix, which was absolutely delicious. It was pricey as hell, but it was totally worth it. Uh, we hung out with my lovely friend Amanda um, for her birthday, so that was awesome. Um also, what we did this week, we didn't really do much over the weekend, I think, because we were just so tired of doing stuff. Yeah, I think we finally, we kind of took a weekend to just detox. Uh, the only big thing we did was finish the last episode of Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, Which, they, we're not going to discuss it on this podcast. Uh, let's just say the internet, if you haven't been on the internet, yeah. uh, uh, the internet has their opinions. Yes. And their memes and everything like that. So, um so we're just going to leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a huge episode of Game of Thrones stuff with all the spoilers and things like that uh, sometime. I don't think it will be on this podcast, it'll be on uh, but it'll awkward. either be on Socially Awkward or it might even just be Life is Shit. We don't know yet. Um, or fuck it, I might just even just break it down on the Rick and Morty podcast and just do the entire review as Rick and Morty going like, oh, geez, I, I, I don't think the ending was that great. You know, it, it was just like, lack, lack. Uh, Morty, I totally agree. You know, maybe, maybe if they had like, you know, more than fucking six episodes, uh, they'd probably get, get their heads out of their asses. Uh, don't worry about it. Our show's coming out in November, so uh, no one will be disappointed. Yeah, I guess that's true. And we don't have to worry about stupid CGI fucking dragons and, and bullshit like that. Yeah. yeah. You're right, Morty. Stick it to HBO, you bastards. <laughs> um. Anyways, jumping back on topic for a I second. I feel like that now I just need to do that. I need to get completely wrecked and just... Get riggedy, riggedy wrecked, son. <laughs> yeah, and just do... That would be like episode four of Podcast C-137. Or, and then it's just spoilers, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And yes! like, what... I don't understand, man. Like, this just makes sense. Like, you built this character up, like, for seven fucking seasons. Just drop the ball on it. No, no, fuck them. Fuck you, HBO, you piece of shits. Wow, Sorry. Marty's gotten some purge. Give a shout out. was delicious. Yeah, we gave a shout out to the birthday girl on yes. last week's show, um, if they even listen. Uh, I heard about how Bobby uh, 
fucking Bobby. Fucking Bobby uh, was a was a, not only a riot, but like a crowning achievement. Where the neighbor was like, "Well, you being the uh, uh, how do I put this? The lost it, which was highly amusing, and I was very proud of myself that I can am able to call out this person on whatever comes up." And instead of getting frustrated with me, she actually thought about the answer. So good on her for not getting pissed off at me for being a total jackass. Um, no, that's good. So, but yeah, the food was delicious. Yeah, you got some. You got some bomb ass mac and cheese. I knew, but I asked them to add bacon, and everyone was super jealous that they didn't think of it, which was pretty funny. Yeah. So, and it wasn't like just like shitty bacon. Like they cooked up some bacon, it chopped it up really good, and threw it in there. Good. It was good. Um, they did a good job with that, yeah. And then also, yeah, the beers were good. Not too many, um, I would say, uh, microbrews on tap, but they did have a lot of cans. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was actually kind of stellar for me, especially when I ordered the Modern Times and the Modern Times, and I was, like, super excited. Like, I think I freaked the waiter out because he was like, oh, wait, yeah. was that the wrong one? I'm like, no, 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 it's the I right one. I wish I could remember his name so I could give him a shout-out. He was great. I thought it was Nate, but... It might have been Nate. Um, but, yeah, then you got a... I got this prime rib melt and it was like, what was it? It was like provolone cheese, I believe. Um, the, obviously the rib. Uh, then you also had, I think there was sauteed better version of that. If I didn't have a conscience. Yeah. They have really good like shoestring fries. Like it's like a, or they fry delicious, which reminds me, we need to go back to wilderness. Yeah. We got to check out the downtown location because I heard that's a wilderness. We need to go to to Cornish Cornish Pastries as well. McFates. Yeah. We are so behind whenever they're not endorsing us. Uh, Well, we, we talk about, Hey, you you talk about what you like. We're in the Valley. We promote all the stuff in our like. Places that we do, we yeah. like, places that we like to dig on, some stuff like that. Say, hey, you don't know. There could be somebody listening to this being like, oh, shit. And they roll in. They're like, yeah, I actually heard about you on a podcast in the wilderness. It's like, what? And they're like, <laughs> can I take your order? Because I'm really getting centered right now. So. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, other than that. If nobody could have told tell with the beginning of this episode already, where it's just all like. Oh, also, we found a, scor- a live scorpion on our stairs. Yes. Woo! That was fun. That yeah, was a nice so we actually have push. we actually have to take we're we're leaving work early tomorrow because the guy was like, oh, we can spray inside, but we have to be home, you know, all that kind of bullshit. So we'll have a half day tomorrow, and then uh, yeah, we he's gonna spray. But apparently, yeah, I'm gonna when he shows up, I'm just gonna let him know, and be like, oh, we just didn't know if any spraying was going on unless you guys like take off, like you know, when they're like not in season, there's no point for spraying. It's like usually there's like a yellow slip on the door because like the email, the 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 text message that I got was all like, oh, it FYI, we've been spraying since this, this, and this. I'm like, that's great, cool, but, but just stop telling yeah, us. Yeah, stop telling us. So the first larpians, I fucking beat the shit out of the. Don't- don't say with the, that with the with that hammer, and I want to do it again. You know what? You we'll go around with a black light, and we'll go find some in the backyard. No, I don't want to do it in the backyard. I just want, if they come into my house, I just want to be like Foom, Thor style, be like, and then just like Pat, Pat <laughs> Pat's in the room, and just goes, "Oh, you guys are screwed now!" And then I'm just like, "Boom!" Steve, the god of scorpions. Steve, the god of scorpions. Or I get it, and then you just see Thor like, "I knew it." <laughs> 
But he's like, you're really not using the, the God of War, you know, the, the thunder, you know, to uh, its full potential. You're, you're literally just destroying scorpions in, in the house. I'm, I'm baffled. Like, you, you want to fight scorpions? We could go. We, there's, a, there's a planet with fucking shit huge scorpions. You can really put your... Go- oh, no, you're just going to... You, you, okay, you cracked over... So we're not leaving. You cracked open another beer. Okay. Oh. He's like, you know what? I'm going to... Relax yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, fuck it. Pass, me a keg. pass one over. <laughs> pass a keg. Yeah. That, oh, fuck. Huh. Don't want to spoil anything, but that would have been a fun thing to see him do. Like, bust open like an actual keg and just... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyways, very vague. Anyway. But yeah, so yeah, we had the scorpion, which I fucking took out. <laughs> Damn right you did. No Other problem. than that, I think that pretty much wraps up my week. I like how I'm being all high and mighty, but that thing fucking shook me. So I was really centered when the news came to me. Oh, you were freaked. And I was like, okay. And I took it out and I was fine. But then, like, the this the center brain kicks in where it starts thinking weird thoughts that you would never thought you would think in your entire life unless you're at a certain state of inebriation. So then I was like, wait a minute. How do scorpions operate? Are they like in packs? Do they? So I had all this mind. Like, is one of them going to like roll up? Be like, oh, what happened to Franklin? Be like, what the fuck? He's dead. And then be like, I'm going to rally together. Yeah, and rally yeah. together and attack me in the night. Because I'm like, the it's night like, is like, fucking like Braveheart with scorpions. Yeah. yeah. They might smash our skeletons, but they'll never take our freedom. John, you're not Scottish. We were born in Arizona. We have no accent. What the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to do a thing here. Okay. <laughs> Franklin was played by Neil Patrick Harris. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I took that thing out, and I'm, I'm all talking high and mighty. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't mind smashing a scorpion or any bug, for that matter, that comes into my household. But that thing had me freak because every hour I woke up like, any yeah. here? Okay. And then I would fall back to sleep. But then it seriously was just like, it was like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Four o'clock, and then it was funny because then the five o'clock I wake up and I'm all like, "Oh, that's right," because the alarm went off. It's time for work, <laughs> so that made sense. So, yeah, I was uh, that was a that was a Thursday night, and then yeah, Friday I that that show that socially awkward show was interesting. But then it freaked me out even more because you said Matthew on socially awkward mentioned like, "Oh yeah, they could have come in through the vents," and there's a vent right above our freaking bed, and I was like, "Oh." Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Now I'm going to be paranoid about scorpions falling onto us on the bed while we sleep. Like, ugh. Well, but it all depends on where your vents are, I'm guessing. Like, if they're high up, like, I don't think a scorpion's going to... Because as soon as he goes way up and then has to get into, like, a... Because the vents are usually covered with, like, a screen thing. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Because, like I said, we've been here... That's what I'm saying. We've been here for, exact, like, a year now. Like, a year and a month. That's and this is the first, first live yeah, one. Like, I've seen dead ones in the house... And, like, I think I've seen two in the house total. Like, there was the one when, like, you went on vacation in October. I just saw one that was just, like, sprawled out, like, in the living room. I'm like, oh, you're dead. And then there was, like, a baby one that was, like, dead as well. So I was like, okay, and that was it. So, and which was weird because when I started researching all this, so I know this is great stuff for the pod. They're like, we don't care. Well, technically, <laughs> scorpions are pretty horrifying. So continue. Uh, but I guess it fits in with this theme with arachnophobia. But uh, yeah, it was interesting because I was like reading up and it, it's like talking about like when they're like dormant, when they're active, when they're this, when they're that. And yeah. it's like interesting, like 
if you're if you have really hot nights, you might not see any because they only come out during like when it's like a seven degree, maybe seventy five. Like it's a weird temperature that they'll roll yeah. out sometimes. So they're bizarre fucking creatures. But it's so weird because yes, they're horrifying looking, but they're actually more. They don't they're, attack. Yeah, they don't attack. They're more standoffish. Like they rather do the you know. F- uh, flight than fight kind of thing like that's why they yeah. kind of switch down on stuff or they try to stay hidden or whatnot because i know when i rolled up on that stairwell he was literally like frozen like do they see me do they not see me i think i'm the same color as this carpet i'm colorblind so i don't fucking know <laughs> i'm a scorpion um but yeah interesting sorry i got distracted by i i figured with going with the theme of arachnophobia i could look up the 10 like deadliest spiders thank you yeah because i do we we have this is actually i would have to say i'm trying to think this is actually might be a really fun movie we're going to talk about this uh yes this week so uh but we'll get to that towards the end of the show but yeah so we had that and then you and i both had interviews mm-hmm. oh yeah and that's then, right i forgot about that yeah no i'm just trying to go through the yes yeah, so we had interviews at work so we'll see what happens they still have a bunch of people to get through or whatnot so um and then, uh, yeah, our summer hours are going to be starting soon, so that's going to be kind of fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I think, uh, oh, yeah, and then it's also Memorial Day weekend this weekend, um, this upcoming weekend, so uh, see what happens there. But, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's all the catching up to do. Um, but, uh, <coughs> excuse Bless me, uh, but, yeah, we do have some horror movie news, and before we have horror movie news, we usually have a... So not a big news week. There's been a lot of different things that have been popping up, but I think because San Diego Comic-Con is either in horror news and all that kind of geeky news and stuff that will probably be holding back because they want to make these big, you know, announcements during yeah. uh, during that. So, um, but there is a couple of things that have popped out. Uh, I've never even heard of this, um, but uh, it is it is show noteworthy. Uh, if it wants to load, but uh, there's a thing called the the Dark Pictures Anthology. Man of Medan. Man okay. of Medan. Which honestly, the picture is super creepy looking. Probably if my page would load. Uh, do you want me to read it? Since yeah, I was going to have you read it. Anyways, okay. But yeah. Uh, so Supermassive Games have announced the first game of the Dark Pictures Anthology titled Man of Medan will be released on August 30th on PlayStation, Xbox One, and PC. Well, PlayStation can fuck off, but that's my personal opinion. The game is the first in a series of interactive horror games, much like their previous hit game, Until Dawn. This horror oh, that's or- why I haven't heard of it, because it's fucking brand new. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> the horror anthology comes as a collaboration with Bandai-, Bandai Namco for the series of standalone cinematic horror games designed to present a new terrifying experience on a regular basis. Ooh. Each game is unconnected and will feature a brand new story, setting, and new cast of characters. True horror aficionados will want to secure day one access to the curator's cut of Man of Medan by pre-ordering, pre-ordering the game, which starts today, whenever this thing was posted. Uh, looks like this was posted it uh, May 21st. So, so, yesterday. Yeah, so... Or two days ago. Yeah, no, it's very interesting because... Uh, uh, so, uh, oh, okay. So if you get the curator's cut, it opens up a myriad of different options and alternative paths throughout the game experience from an entirely new perspective. So this is actually interesting since the game is actually being released, of course, all consoles and by the same creators of until dawn, I believe until dawn also did the game, uh, heavy rain, which is a, like a, uh, suspenseful one or what actually speaking of the, the horror podcast, I should probably 
if I went back and played those uh, or finished, well, I have to pretty much start until dawn. But I've already finished Heavy Rain on PlayStation 3, but I did get the remake for free on PlayStation 4. So I might maybe sit down at some point and twitch him because I know Heavy Rain Good really idea. is really isn't that long of a game. It's a very interesting game. Uh, now I'm trying to remember if I can think of all the stuff to do to actually like remember how I did because there's two parts in it where you actually could let you get a you can characters can die oh, okay. in um, heavy rain. And I think the same thing is it with until dawn. Yeah. So you'll have so many playable characters, but if you choose poorly or the wrong choice at some point, you can lose a character because there's actually this one woman I was playing as in heavy rain that if you go down to this guy's basement, you basically get stuck down there and you have to try to break free and I couldn't break free. So when I I re I didn't save my game, so I went back to it. But there's an option where you could just fucking leave. Oh. So I just did that, so the girl stayed alive. Nice. I mean, there is the chance to try to get her out of the thing, but I'm like, I didn't know all the like, what do you have to do? Because mm-hmm. it's like it's a weird game where I'm gonna try to explain this. You'll be able to see what I'm doing, but the listeners who are listening to this won't. But so you have the controller, but it's not like oh, grab A. It'd be like twist the controller, and then your arm would move in the game because as the oh. motion stuff, and then grab like these two triggers to, and your hand would like grip then. And then you, so oh. it was a really cool way because it, you thought it was just going to be one of these like, okay, I got to do this, this, and this. But they gave you all these new actions to do to play the game. So it really invested you in this really great storyline, especially yeah. with Heavy Rain. Because there's a part in it where like your guy starts having asthma and you literally have to pull out his asthma thing and shake it up. So you would grab the controller and shake it and then, you know, do all that huh. stuff to, it's like really kind of just interesting with that. So uh, I'm really excited for something like this. Um, I think it's also really cool because the last two games were PlayStation exclusive games and they decided to be smart and let's release it to everybody you yeah. know, for a wide world market. So I'm very curious. The only thing that I'm saddened about, though, uh, the PlayStation one, I feel like they're probably definitely have a VR set to it. And that's mm. like a VR, like playable version of the game. And that to me seems really, really cool. So I might have to tell Patrick about this. And then if he gets it for his Oculus and lets me know if there's an actual VR mode, because that would actually deter me from if I'm buying it for PlayStation or if I'm buying it for Xbox at yeah. that time. Well, if it does say if PlayStation. It doesn't say PlayStation That's VR. what I'm saying. So if it's not PlayStation VR, then I'll just totally get it. For, I was, like, Xbox is like my choice, basically, because mm-hmm. everybody's on Xbox. At least everybody I know. And nothing, like, you can, whatever. It's console wars. I don't care. I don't I'm know. the one who doesn't I'll, like I'll, PlayStation. I'll put it this way. I love, I love all, I have all consoles, so <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I have the um, PlayStation. I personally dislike it. No, if you you're like right. it, that's great, but I it's like not it for, the console I for like, me. I like it for certain games. When they do their exclusive games, I like the PlayStation, but I'm not buying a Modern Warfare game on PlayStation. Yeah. That's just me. Um, this is actually interesting news. Uh, so, of course, you went to the one last year, but they're doing yes. a Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. Uh, they're adding an original maze, The Depths of Fear. So they're actually doing nothing that's based off of a series or a movie. Yeah. Uh, they're just doing their own thing, so I'm very curious about this. Ooh. Uh, guests will be transported to a deep sea mining company that has been infested by the parasitic mouth brooders who spew their acidic flesh eating eggs upon unsuspecting humans, turning them into crazed hosts. As the infected are driven to madness, guests will try to escape, but as pressure begins to build, implosion awaits. Will they make it out alive or fall deep into their watery graves? That sounds super creepy. On select nights from September 6th to November 2nd, uh, guests will face 10 all-new, elaborately-themed haunted houses and five scare zones, as well as enjoy Universal Studios' most exhilarating rides and attractions. 
Now through uh, now through June 5th, guests can take advantage of a limited-time ticket offer and vacation package where they can get a second night free when they buy one night. So if you guys are planning ahead of time to do Halloween Horror Nights, there's always that option between now and June 5th to get a second night free. So that actually would be really cool, especially because, like, I know whenever we went, we really only had time, probably would have only had time for about, like, Maybe two mazes. I know we only did one because I was not feeling well. I was yeah, no, super and that Ill. was that thing. But I mean, it does intrigue me this year as well because there's a brand. This original maze is brand new one, and then they're also, I believe, they're doing a Ghostbusters thing. Yes. And oh, uh, that, well, that, I don't know if it's confirmed, but I know it's been hinted at very strongly. Well, I think so because uh, uh, Dan Acker. I, I didn't put that news in it. I guess because it's. I remember this stuff. This is the actual stories I read. Like most of the stuff, I kind of just kind of skim along and go, "Okay, I got the gist of it." But other stuff, I actually read. So uh, Dan Aykroyd, uh, he's read the script for the new Ghostbusters. He says not only is it heartwarming, but it's also pretty fucking scary. He's saying. Ooh. I mean, not in those exact words, but he's also <laughs> kind of like, "Oh shit!" Which also brings me to speaking of really fucking scary. Um, is there looks like there might be a remaster of the Ghostbusters <laughs> video game coming to Xbox and probably PlayStation 4. Oh, that's um, right. And I'm kind of like, I really want to check that out because that game was... Okay, Terrifying. It's, it's, it's eight hours. It's fun, but it does have really good stories of shit that you're like, oh, damn. Like, yeah, because watching you play that game, like you're going through like pitch black corridors and you never know when it's like, the ghost is going to freaking pop up out of nowhere. But, uh, and then there's, um, what else is there? Oh, and then apparently, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, Bill Murray announced that, yeah, I would totally do the new Ghostbusters movie. You just have to call me. And uh-huh. I think, I think people contacted him on that one. So, awesome. uh, I think we got, uh, I think we got the three people coming back definitely. And then also, he also, uh, Dan Aykroyd wrote a script for a Ghostbusters set in the 1960s, like as a prequel, be uh, so before badass. everything. And I thought that was kind of. That was kind of interesting. So a lot of a lot of I'm excited. It's it's Ghostbusters. I'm just like any any in anything of like before. I thought we were just going to get a Ghostbusters animated movie, and I was like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Like I was fine with the girls Ghostbusters. So I'm like, more Ghostbusters is more fun for me. I'm like, yeah, give me all the content. I mean, I still got to fucking uh, frame that poster and then take a picture of it so people <laughs> can actually see it. But uh, but speaking of movies and people coming back and things like that, uh, Keanu Reeves. Uh, uh, would love to come back and play John Constantine. Heck uh, yes. Now, John Constantine was an interesting uh, uh, movie because uh, it was, all, well, Constantine, but it's based off of the, the character from DC Comics, uh, John Constantine, but the comics were actually called Hellblazer. Um, of course, Which... the character has now been adapted to television where he had a short-lived series <laughs> and also he's now on Legends of Tomorrow. But a huge, uh, basically he was like, and I'm not sure who came first, if it was Hellblazers or Ghost Riders, but he's pretty much kind of like in that realm of like he's their supernatural character, uh, DC and stuff like that. So, Which actually, now that I think about it, we could probably watch Constantine for the podcast. Mm. So, Oh no, definitely. Definitely. Because I, I really enjoy that movie. That's a fun movie. Especially because like, I feel like that's one of the best... Uh, portrayals of Lucifer I've ever seen. Oh, it was such a good Lucifer when he comes out. I'm trying to remember who plays him too. It's uh, he's in Jurassic Jurassic Park Two: The Lost World. He's the guy who gets killed by all the. Wait, it's not who I think it is. You rap for a bit with the Constantine um, stuff, cause I'm but yeah. So I yeah we uh, let's see. It says uh, I've always wanted to play or. 
Uh, Keanu Reeves stated, I've always wanted to play John Constantine again. I just love that world, too, and I love that character. I just had a blast playing a character and playing in that world. Um, so the synopsis of Constantine. Okay, Peter, okay. Peter Storm, Stormare. Stormero. Uh, he was. Uh, oh, I forgot. Shia LaBeouf was in that too. Yeah, he was the the one kid. He was the. He became the angel at the end. Spoiler alerts and stuff. Yeah, yeah was, no, that was it, a good movie though. It's a fun movie, and it also has uh, Tilda Swinton in it, and she was amazing. Who, if you don't know who Tilda Swinton is, she yes. is the ancient one. She was the ancient in, one. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Fuck. What's his face is also in this Midnight. Uh, Dem- I can't pronounce his name. He was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He played the uh, guy who was all like, Star-Lord? Who? Oh, that guy. Uh, what's his face? Uh, we were just watching him. Whose line is it anyway? Uh-huh. Remember the big dude? The big dude. Like the heavier dude in the UK version with the glasses that did the singing? Oh, yeah. He's the priest guy. Oh! You know, he's, like, he's trying to drink, but like they cut him off from yeah. like, getting... Like, look back at old movies, or like old, not really old, but older movies, like movies that are probably like 10 to 15 years old, and fit, like just see like, okay, these are the people who are like famous now. Like, it's nuts. Yeah, it's just crazy how people, uh, you know... Yeah, I think his name is Damon Hunsu. Yeah, okay, Hunsu. Damon Hunsu, okay. Yeah, because I'm assuming that D-J-I-M-O-N is pronounced Damon. Okay. But yeah, I forgot how many fucking people were in this. And Rachel Weiss, Wise, Wises, mm-hmm. Weisses, Wiseau. Yeah, Rachel Wiseau. <laughs> Rachel Wiseau. You're tearing me apart, Rachel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I'm super stoked he wants to come back. I mean, he just came off of uh, you know he's just got done doing John Wick three, and apparently they're already like, oh, we want another one. And he's like, all right, let's Which do I'm this. Which I'm so pissed that I haven't seen any of those Either movies I. yet. I really like whenever it came out. I, was I like, might just oh have God, to jump really on. My, I might just have to jump on Vudu and just rent like. You know, find I think I'm just gonna just... buy him on Amazon because at this yeah, point, yeah, because Patrick's like, dude, them. have you seen him? Because I'm thinking like, if he's free. Saturday night mm-hmm. or something like that. Maybe we go, or even Sunday, like maybe he'll roll over, we'll do our podcast, and then maybe we just go see John Wick 3. Because I'm trying to think of anything coming out this weekend. I think Brightburn is the only yeah. one I want to see this weekend. But That's right, and we could probably do that for next week's podcast if we get a chance to see it this week. Oh, that's right. Well, Monday we have off, so we can always just roll in on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, other movie that's news true. and other reboots and everything that's coming back and whatnot. So uh, they announced uh, – this has been in talks for a while, and originally who was attached to it was Christopher Nolan. But, uh, it's being produced by uh, James uh, Wan, so already I'm like, all right, take my fucking money. So I'm very curious what they plan on doing this movie, especially like a, fu- a fighting game. Like a fighting game is a really hard movie to try try to make because yes. fighting games is literally just this. Oh, I have to fight you, move up the ladder, and then I fight the bad guy, and then I'm done. Yeah. Like that. Like when people are like Street Fighter the movie and Mortal Kombat the movie, you sit there going like, "What are you guys doing?" And then you have like the stigma of the original one, where it's like, "Lo, your soul is mine," you know, all that kind of corny <laughs> shit. Yeah. And especially, but the best part about Mortal Kombat and the sequel, and I know what everyone's thinking, there's no good parts about it. No, it's great. If they're still on Netflix, what you need to do, watch them both back to back. Oh, no wonder. Sorry. I just found this out for the first time, and I feel like you'll be surprised too. So, guess what movie James Wan wrote? Uh, like you, like there's no way in hell any I would have realized this, but now that I think about it, it makes perfect sense. He wrote Saw. 
Oh, the first saw? Yeah. Why I had it, no idea. Did, doesn't that surprise me? Yeah, like whatever you think back about it, you're like, okay, that makes perfect sense. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a very weird like thing. But anyways, I was saying with the Netflix, sorry, uh, watch Mortal Kombat and then the sequel right after it because it, it 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 the one movie ends and the next one begins exactly how it ended. But you notice the cast. There's a couple of there are people that are playing the same. They're supposed to be the same character, but it's some of them are new people. You're like, <laughs> you're not Raiden. That's not Johnny Cage. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, it's like, Johnny Cage is the first one to die. And you're like, what? Like, why was he such a prominent character in the first one? And then you just murdered his ass. That's yeah, literally like that one movie. I can't remember the name of it right now. But, like, the guy, like, survives everything that happens to him in the first movie. And, oh, like, Hostel. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, right off the bat in the second movie, they're just like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> you're like, oh, why? Okay. But, uh, yeah, so it's I'm, I'm very intrigued. I mean, granted, I'll have to see a trailer. And it's James Wan. And it's not the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So we're good. <laughs> Um, but, uh, of course, what also dropped this week was finally the Quentin Tino's uh, ninth film, the most talked about film, where he's like, oh, I'm going to the 60s and I'm doing something with Charlie, Charles Manson and whatnot. So the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, uh, so we both were getting released on July 26th by Sony Pictures. Oh, it's a summer film. I thought this was coming out in October. Even better. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, is in he's playing uh, actor Rick Dalton. Uh, Brad Pitt is a stuntman. Yeah, I was going through the list. There's like a ton There's of a people. There's a lot of people. Uh, Margie Robert, Kurt Russell, Dakota Fanny, James Marston, Bruce Denner, uh, Tim Roth. I mean, the list just goes on and on. You know, fucking, it's nuts. And also, what's his face? Al Pacino yeah. um, is in it and stuff. So it's just, oh, I'm first. Oh, that's so creepy. What? Okay, we were just talking about Saw, uh-huh. and literally the news ad on the things like Chris Rock wants to do, you know, oh, reimagine wants to do the new Saw, Moss, reimagine Saw, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a, uh, it's just a, it's a, it's an interesting trailer. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully, I think they're holding everything back about the the Manson stuff so far. Like they show him a little bit and they talk about him, but it's not really focused on him. Yeah. So it's a very interesting. And now I'm wondering is I have to look this up if this is actually based on true events and everything that, or is one of those like or Quint- it was just inspired by inspired it, yeah. by and it's like you know one of Quentin Tarantino's like kind of like hey remember Nazis they suck but this is not how World War Two actually went yeah. but remember Glorious Bastards it's like that yeah if it, you know and I'm I'm good either way because I like I like his take on stuff he's yeah. he, he has some fun with his shit um, it's good that he just he doesn't do movies backwards now um, he can do. <laughs> Kind of forward. Um, but, yeah, so that's interesting. But, of course, uh, that wraps up all of our news segments. And well, I don't know if you wanted to talk about the Black Mirror thing. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about Black Mirror. Um, Black Mirror, I'm a huge fan of that. Um, I actually have Black Mirror socks and Black Mirror shirt. Um, got those with a company. I'm not going to give them a shout-out because they're pissing me off right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I did get those in a, in a box at some point. And yeah, so season five uh, trailer was dropped. A lot of people are in this. Uh, and yeah, if you, so if you haven't seen Black Mirror and you're a huge fan of um, like Twilight Zone and stuff like that, this is like boom. Like, yes, they do have a new Twilight Zone reboot. But this, this was is the this, dark version of Twilight. This Zone. was basically this was ba- this was before the new Twilight Zone came out. Mm-hmm. Like this was basically like the reimagine of Twilight Zone where it was like, oh, shit. But it first was actually a BBC show. Yeah. And then it it only had like I think it had two seasons and a 
and now season five. Now the only see the only thing I haven't seen of him is Grendel's game. I think it's called. Is that interact long time? Like you know, she had her flip out moments and did whatever she wanted to fucking do, and then she kind of just kind of fell off the face of the earth. So this is like her coming back. Like okay, I'm going to be serious or whatnot. Let's yeah. find out what happens. So that's kind of interesting to me. Um, it looks like the I think it's the guy who played. Uh, uh, yeah, I was trying to recognize that dude. He God looks super damn it. familiar. Um, on your left. Oh, uh, the dude who plays Falcon? Yeah, that's who it looks like. Oh. Um, so, but yeah, so super stoked. Love uh, love Black Mirror shit. So if you haven't checked it out, it's on Netflix. Go watch them. Have fun. Um, my favorite episode still, I mean, it's really hard to pick, but like one of the early episodes, the one was just amazing, was the one with John Hamm. It was a Christmas special, but it was just like, holy fuck. Like, when it finally, like, got to the end of the quote-unquote, like, twist or whatnot, you were Jabberwocky. Like, I think that's the intera- the name of the interactive one. Was it? I thought it was Grendel's game. It might be Grendel's game. Anyways, uh, sorry. Anyways, now you're good. So, yeah, so Super Stoked, Black Mirror Season 5. If you haven't caught up, catch up on it. But without further ado, we'll be going into our movie review of the week. Uh, if you have not seen the 1990, that's right. 1990 so it's been out for a while uh uh arachnophobia uh feel free to tune out now we'll say our spoilers 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 our uh our fucking uh show our fucking sound drop will drop sound sound drop it drops drippity drop trap drip drippity drop drip drop drippity drop but uh, anyways but yeah so uh without further ado this is our spoilers so uh here we go with um arachnophobia arachnophobia i bid you welcome i am dracula to them, children of the night, what music they to be proud because it had john goodman in it and oh. he wasn't even like a boom character in it he- so my parents are like let's rent this for the family and most like a lot of stuff that was going on so when the movie starts i was like what the fuck are we watching like yeah. i don't remember any of that opening so the opening basically is like the traveling to venezuela mm-hmm uh, they get to this jungle and this guy's like, I'm a sports photographer. I'm don't know why I'm here. Like he's not already feeling well to begin with, but they go down to this like area in the rainforest or whatnot. And there's like this huge giant fucking, tr- I'm just going to say, looks like the fucking avatar tree. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, they put some smoke out and then you realize, Oh, these are people who are like the bug collectors and trying to find new species and stuff like that. But like, again, this, this movie is, I'll put it this way, very dated being in the nineties. Like you can tell because I don't think they do this stuff anymore. And if they do, that's terrible, but it's literally like the smoke just comes out, murders it's all like, these animals. Poisons all of these like bugs, and they're like, oh, look, here's a new one. It's like you could, like, and they all why just do you down. have to kill them all? So they're actually looking for butterflies, and they actually stumble upon a new spider. Yeah. And they're like, what's this? Now, what I love about this movie being in the 90s 
is the fact that to that day, like right now, if you think about all the spiders, which um, I, I, we're going to talk about if you still have that list yes. or whatnot, because I think that's great. At this time, the biggest threat of a spider, like the most dangerous spider that we knew of, was a black widow. And so, yeah, like, but yeah, like even in the 90s, for some reason, like everyone focused on black widows. Everybody. Well, no, not even just everybody, but just like that was like if you need like basically you think about, OK, Jaws, you're comparing a you, no, it's, all, like, it's all like, oh, what what is this shark? This shark could look like got eaten a half and you and you go like a bull shark or, you know, something like that. That is an aggressive shark, but another shark that would just totally demolish it. And then you're like, oh, that was a great white. And they're like, oh, fuck. And yeah, to this day, a great white is still probably the most threatening fucking thing in the ocean um yeah you know kind of thing but that's what i'm saying like it's, it's the same thing it's with an the apex t- predator it's a c- yeah it's the same thing with the t-rex in jurassic park like there it was always oh fucking t-rex but then it was like oh but there's these other guys called the velociraptors and then i've never heard of velociraptor until that fucking movie and you're like yeah. what oh they're fucking sm- they can open doors like you like yeah. your head like explodes and shit and then you go well, how do how do you do a reboot and make the make the dinosaur even more scary? Well, why don't we make it like a T Rex, but bigger than a T Rex or the same size of a T Rex, but give it the brain of a Velociraptor? And you're like, why? Yeah. Like, so it's just funny to me because like if you go through that list of spiders, because I'm all like, did anybody know about Australia? But you're also looking at it. This was the age before internet. Like the internet was very school at this probably this time. Yeah, that's true. Like in its early stages, probably not even at its early stages. Like right now, it's probably just text. It was just digital text. Like, and then they were like, it's email, you know, and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, so that always blew my mind throughout this entire thing. But like, the only deadliest spider is a black widow. And I was literally like, no, it's not. Have you been to fucking Australia? <laughs> Seriously. They got drop bears. Yeah, fucking drop bears. God. So anyways, okay, so do you want to run it from, how many spiders do you have on the list? Uh, I have the top 10. Okay, do you want to go from 10 to 1? Yes. All right. That's one I haven't even heard of. All right, so number 10 is the yellow sack spider. Yellow sack spider? Uh, found throughout the world, like, uh, there are different species found throughout the world, like United States, Australia, Europe, and Japan. Both males and females are about half an inch long, or excuse me, half an inch big, and are often pale in color. Uh, they love the smell of gasoline. <laughs> This problem actually led Mazda re- to recall 52,000 cars in March 2011 because yellow sack spiders were building webs in the emissions system. Holy fuck. Awesome. Uh, they're also venomous. The immediate spite- bite of the spider is incredibly painful and can lead to redness and swelling. Luckily, unless someone has an allergy to the venom, they are rarely any lasting its effects. Uh, there's also number nine is the false widow spider. Uh, often cited as the most venomous spider in England. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, soccer player James Gray was bitten by a false widow spider on his right arm in March 2016. He said at first he didn't think much of the bite. It just developed into a red spot. He said that he felt run down, but didn't think it was a spider bite that caused it and attributed his fatigue to his training. He only found out about the bite when he went to see the team's doctor a few days after that the bite by then the infection had spread and it uh he was hospitalized he had surgery and they cut the infection out leaving a hole in his arm holy fuck he was ultimately sidelined for a month because of the spider bite damn however there is only one death related to a false widow spider uh in 2014 patrick go Irwin died a month after being bitten by a false widow spider however it's never proved conclusively 
And uh, spider experts say there's nothing in the venom of a false widow spider that could kill a person. Uh, number eight is the brown recluse spider, which is very well known in America. Um, a wh- first, a white blister will grow around the bite and the tissue may become hard. The area of the bite can develop blue or, or blue-gray or blue-white patches that have ragged edges and are surrounded by redness. Uh, the bite can, can develop into a volcano lesion. This happens when the tissue around the bite becomes gangrenous and this results in a nasty open wound. As for how big these wounds get, they can be as big as a human hand. Usually it takes eight weeks to heal. That is nuts. Uh, before you continue, this actually now answers your question about, like, were they trying to do a Jurassic Park? Mm-hmm. So I was reading some of, like, the stuff, and I found out first-time director, mm-hmm. Frank Marshall, that's this movie, has long been Steven Spielberg's producer. So this was, like, his first, like, oh, I'm going to do my own, like, quote-unquote, like, okay. poltergeist kind of thing. So now when, you, now when I think about that, I'm all like, you know... This is why I, I think I'd still enjoy this movie, and that's probably why it's very dialogue-driven, because it's like, the, I'll put it this way, every spider in this film is pretty much real, except for the one you can actually clearly see that's animatronic or like a weird puppet. Yeah. Like they don't show you the full thing, but you literally just see some of it peek out, like there's the part with the doggy door and all that kind yeah. of bullshit and everything like that. So... But the the majority of this film, it was real spiders. Which is super creepy, Which is super fucking creepy. Um, So, but continue. Uh, Number six is the redback spider. A close relative of black widow spiders. Only found in Australia. Fucking Australia. Uh, Let's see. The, uh, ooh. A person usually experiences sweating, especially near the bite, nausea, muscle weakness, and vomiting. We're pretty sure these symptoms would have been extremely uncomfortable for the man whose penis was bitten by a red back spider in April 2016 while he was using a public toilet. Oh, shit. <laughs> Since the introduction of the anti-venom in 1956, there has been one possible death caused by a red back spider bite, which would make it the first death from any spider in Australia since 1979. Oh, fuck. Um... But yeah, it says uh, in April 2016, 22-year-old Jaden Burleigh was bitten by a redback spider under his left arm. He was hospitalized for four days and given antibiotics. He died three days after being released from the hospital, so it's unclear if his death was caused by the bite or some other factor. Uh, Number five, this is the one that I was thinking of originally. Mm. Uh, It's called the Brazilian Wandering Spider. Okay. Um, There are eight different types of them. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre- predominantly found in Brazil with a few species spread out across Latin America. Excuse me. They're about two inches long with a leg span of about six inches. Uh, after a bite, the person may experience a burning sensation in the area of the bite along with goosebumps and sweats. About 30 minutes later, the person's blood pressure may increase or decrease and they har- their heart may, big- may go faster or slow down. Nausea, abdominal cramping, blurred vision, hypothermia, vertigo, and excessive sweating are also symptoms of a... That is horrible. (laughs) Are also symptoms of a bite from a Brazilian wandering spider. Another unusual side effect is that in males, it can cause a painful erection that could last several hours. I Uh, really hope this is an episode that uh, Matthew listens to. I hope so, too. He'll be like, why the fuck do you have to tell me? The good news is that in most cases, the Brazilian wandering spider doesn't secrete enough venom in a bite to cause serious damage. 
a study from 2008, found that from all bites, only 2.6% needed antivenom. Uh, Ten recorded deaths have been contributed to the spider. Uh, Number four is the Black Widow. Four. Four now. Number four. Uh, regions found in regions that are temperate, dark, and dry throughout much of the world, including the United States, South America, Africa, Southern Europe, and Asia, and Australia. So, most of the world. (laughs) At first, the person will feel a sharp pain in the area of the bite, like a pinprick. The bite area will redden and swell. Then, as early as 15 minutes after the bite, pain will spread throughout the body, especially in the chest and abdomen. The muscles in those areas will start to cramp because of severe spasms. This may lead to difficulty breathing because the diaphragm can become paralyzed. Black widow spiders are rarely deadly to healthy adults. There is less than 1% chance of a bite being fatal, but they can be dangerous to children, the elderly, and sick people. Ah. Number three is the brown widow spider. Mm. So same family, different spider. Okay. Uh, different in color, ranging from gray to dark brown, whereas black widows are brown to black. They also have hourglass markings on their abdomen, one to one and a half inches long and usually found in tropical areas. I like how they tell you some of these facts. Like, I'm going to be like, wait, hey, spider. Yeah? You got hourglasses on your abdomen? Oh, let me check. Oh, I do. Because if you see, if I see a spider, I'm like, fuck you, and I'm just going to kill it. I'm not going to go, wait a minute. Yeah. Um... The their population has been exploding in Southern California since 2003. So fuck you, California. Uh, the venom of the brown widow spider is actually more toxic than the black widow spider. But luckily, the brown widow doesn't inject as much venom, and they are go away, go away, go away. Damn it! Ugh. There we go. Uh, they are much shyer and less aggressive than black widows, so there's less of a chance of being bitten by one. However, when they do bite, they hurt. Uh, one man who was bitten in the neck said the pain was so bad after 10 minutes that it felt like he was hit with a sledgehammer. The symptoms start with redness and swelling. This is followed by cramps and spasms that can last for several hours. There are no recorded deaths. Then why is it on the list? I don't know. Uh, number two, the Sydney funnel web spider. Again, fucking Australia. They are all found in Australia. Good. Um, Leave them there. Right. The male's venom contains a polypeptide called robust, robust toxin, which affects the nervous system of humans and primates, but doesn't really affect other mammals. Oh, that's great. Uh, what happens when you first get bit is that it'll be extremely painful because the Sydney funnel web spider has long fangs and the venom has a high pH level. After the bite, the person may start drooling because they have numbness around the mouth and excess saliva. They may also have copious amounts of tears. Soon they will have problems breathing and may lose consciousness. Uh, The anti-venom, which is discovered in 1981, has, uh, since its discovery, no one has died. Before that, it was responsible for 13 related deaths. Most poisonous spider that exists is the six-eyed sand spider. Six-eyed sand spider. Usually spiders have what, eight, eight eyes? Uh, I don't know. I know they have eight legs. That's a good question. They have an eight. Or maybe legs. it is six. Why do you have to like give this one? Be like, oh, the six-eyed one. Like, if you say six eyes, it seems to me like I it's a special. I think they probably spider. have between spiders. Normally, have like between ten and twelve. Oh, okay. But I could be wrong on that. Yeah, right. I'm sure someone will correct me tomorrow at work. Uh, the six-eyed sand spider is a relative of the recluse and is only found in the deserts of southern Africa. So people. Based on this list, never go to Africa and never go to Australia because you will fucking die. 
Uh, they're medium-sized spiders. They're about 0.3 inches to 0.6 inches long. Uh, no one is exactly sure what happens when a six-sided sand spider bites someone. There are only two suspected cases of envenomation, but they couldn't be confirmed. However, studies and labs have shown that the venom is quite dangerous because of a toxin called cryotoxin. Once it enters the body, it starts to destroy tissues and organs. So it ends up acting like sulfuric acid and eats away at the flesh, causing a lesion. Shortly after being bitten, hemorrhaging will start and the toxin spreads to the kidneys and liver, leading to death. Currently, there is no antivenom. Fortunately, the spiders are notoriously shy. That sounds terrifying. Mm. So the most poisonous spider that we know of now now is in Africa. Is in Africa, and the venom literally eats through your skin and organs. That is horrifying. So avoid Africa. Yeah, that's that's what I got from this. Anyways. So yeah. yeah, that was really so, yeah. Ten so most that's what I think is funny. So now with it being you know 2019, yes, advent of the internet, people doing more research, technology has evolved and stuff like that. But like back, so that means what number four? Um, either number four or number five. Either yeah. number four or number five. Which I know the, it was number four. Yeah, so the black widow at number four now. But back mm-hmm. in the 90s, that was the spider that everyone's like, this is the most poisonous spider. Yeah. So then you have to top it. You know what? Now that kind of works. Because I did hear rumors that somebody wanted to do a, a remake of uh, Arachnophobia, and now you could literally have it be that spider now. Oh, yeah. You can have them visit Africa and then come back, and what if it bred with a black widow? Or so, Yeah, like something. And then crazy. it's like – because then like the, the poison makes you paralyzed while it's eating away your organs, and it causes like almost instant death because you yeah, can't Yeah, it's breathe. like you put a new t- – like yeah, twist could, on it oh and stuff like that. Yeah, that would totally nuts. work. I'm creeping myself out. So anyways, yeah. So we watched <laughs> the movie uh, Arachnophobia. Um, like we said, it starts off in Venezuela before we started talking about all the spiders. So they find this new species of spiders. They bring it back. But one uh, kills the one cameraman, but then ends up going into his coffin, which we were like, I was like, wow, they got that coffin together pretty fast. And you're like, and they had plywood. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where the fuck did they get the plywood from? Yeah, it's like they try to make, and it was so weird because they try to make it like this all like this wooden thing. But I'm like, don't you think when it got back to like quote unquote Venezuela's like actual civilization, they'd be like, let's put him in a normal coffin, yeah, instead of a crappy wood. So thing. I will just say this: so right off the bat, you're like, okay, poor writing because yeah. it's like it started off really good because you're like, okay, I can buy this in that, that area. That was super but then, poor but writing. Then they, but then they do the coffin and they literally just ship the guy back with the coffin and they're like. Like, oh, the body didn't stay fresh. I'm like, well, of course not. You didn't put it on ice. You drilled holes in the coffin. Yeah, you know, and of course, like, the spider was in there and just feeding off of him the entire time. But yeah, okay, so let's say for a second, hypothetically, that the spider was not in there feeding on him the entire time and did not desiccate the corpse. That means that they probably left the body out in the sunlight Mm -hmm. where it would have started bloating melting and yeah. probably exploded inside the coffin so then there would have been pieces everywhere yeah, you like, would have been like it would have been like you literally would have had like a rotted bloated corpse on your hands yeah it was like what so like, so again like poor no, yeah and like no care for the corpse whatsoever they're like oh no he's yeah fine. oh this is, this is venezuela he died in venezuela this is how we treat him in venezuela i'm like i don't think that's how they do it like, no they don't <laughs> you like, know like they're like acting like venezuela is like some third they world really country did. And it's not they really did well, now it that wasn't. i think 
They really <laughs> did. Now that I think about it, like that was like. Yeah, I just, I like all that just got put together was like they built the coffin to bring the body back because they were out in the middle of nowhere. So I'm like, yeah. I get that. Like, I'll, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Granted, I'm still not with you that the fact that you built that coffin pretty fast and like you said, there's fucking plywood on it, but I was with you. <laughs> like, I'm with you. But when they literally rolled him up, when he finally got stateside and they really, they rolled him back to, uh, you know, yeah, civilization to the, to the actual coroner's office. And then they popped it. It was like, oh, he does not look good. It's all like, of course not. No one would look good not being like properly treated. Like, did they just throw like, oh, no, it's good. Just send it to customs. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, so, uh, yeah, why? I like how that I, I like how the fact I can buy everything else right now, kind of in the movie that I'm thinking about. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's believable. That's believable. <laughs> but but again, this, this is the fucking part. plywood. But this me. I'm like, no, no one handles a body this way. Yes. The fucking plywood. And who the fuck ships the like a body in a plywood coffin with like, like I logs saw, on top. I saw lost. <laughs> His dad was like in a nice coffin. Like they pres- they they put the body together. You know, they made sure it looked nice. So like, okay, you're only going to be on this many hour flight. He will be in like the air conditioning area of the plane. Like, because I'm pretty sure people ship bodies all the time, and they oh, yeah. have a way to do it. You yeah, know? there's um, a proper way to do it. There's a proper way to fucking do, do it. That. It was not fucking. Oh, we just built this coffin out of the bamboo we chopped down in Venezuela's fucking rainforest that now i'm thinking about i'm like does venezuela even have rainforests it might i don't (laughs) know who knows but fuck my geography teacher's probably like what um yeah so anyway so of course this is how the spider gets over to america and then how they push it out to get like not hurt or damaged a crow picks it up and then drops it in this like field well because the spider bites the crow and yeah, so the and then it drops dies, it. But yeah. I'm basically, basically trying to get it to point A to point B. So I understood like all that, and then it was a. But it just so happened it was like boom. Jeff Daniels is like, oh, I'm moving to this new house, and then you find out ah, I have arachnophobia. I hate spiders. Yeah, what are the odds of Jeff Daniels moving in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. <laughs> You're like, oh, Jeff Daniels, and you have a spider in your house. <laughs> what Whoa. are the odds? This is the best Dumb and Dumber sequel yet. <laughs> Ah, uh, good times. But yeah, then but anyways, like, yeah. So then the movie kicks off, but uh, yeah, you kind of see this guy like kind of he uprooted his family from San Francisco to start a small practice. This other doctor, which okay, this doctor is a big dick in it. The original, oh doctor. yeah, I can't stand because this guy basically t- he taught you. You find in the backstory, he's like four months. You told me like you're gonna retire. I'm gonna take over your patients. So I have a I have a living out here. Like yeah. I I ditched my fucking practice to fucking come out here. And he's like, oh, I'm not gonna retire. And it's like. Fuck you, old man. I hope you, I hope you get bitten by a goddamn spider, you piece of shit. Yeah. And he walks out of there. And then he's all like, oh, fuck, a spider bite. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Luckily, luckily, this is the 90s and no one's recording anything. Yeah. Also, I want to know what kind of spider that... Okay, so... Oh, yeah, you want to... ahead a little bit. Yeah, just so, whatever. The show's over here. No, nah, you're good. We're all over the place and we're, like, way longer than we normally go, which I'm fine with. Um, But, yeah, so... Jumping ahead a bit... So the spider ends up in Jeff Daniels' barn, and Jeff. I feel Daniels like that's like, that could be a kid show on PBS. It's like Jeff come on Daniels. down to Jeff Daniels' barn. He just like teaches you stuff, and he has like pup. Like there could be a spider puppet. Yes, that, there's a spider puppet, and every time he shows up, everyone's like, ah! and then turns out like, no, spiders are our friends. Yeah, spiders are our friends. Him. He just likes to go up there, and he he takes care of all the other bugs and stuff. He's like, I sure do. Exactly. Oh fuck. He's super cute. PBS. 
Get on that, Jeff Daniels, because you're telling me. And it will be called, ra- instead of arachnophobia, it will be arachnopardia. Uh, I was going to say arachnophrendlia. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, although yours would make more sense because phobia does start with a P. Um, anyways, so, but yeah, so now the spider is on Jeff Daniels' property and it wanders into the barn, um, which I well, put it this way. This spider got around like he was fucking active. I was like, bullshit. Yeah. Like I've never seen a spider so active, like ever, ever. Like ever. he had a fucking mission like this. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to jump down on this dude's body that I just killed. I'm going to eat the fuck out of him. And then I'm going to go over here and I'm going to bang this other spider chick. Yeah. That was the funny <laughs> part. So they talked about like, uh, the, 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 he was like, Hey, you want to christen the house? You know, it's bad luck if you don't, you know, make love on the first time you move into a new house or whatnot and i was like aha that's funny but then like i don't even know if they made love because it cuts away from them but then yeah. it literally goes to the barn and they literally had like the fucking uh, venezuela spider like seducing he was all like hey he was like petting the spider that they found in the house and i'm like okay first of all what kind of spider was that but i don't know why that's what sticks out to me but like if that spider is not venomous and all of the spiders that it had are venomous like what the fuck how the fuck did that happen? Like, why are they, like, the offspring, like, super venomous and the mom is not at all? Like, how does that make sense? I don't know why this is the thing that my mind decided to latch on to. No, you're fine, but it's just funny. So they show you the seducing, like, spider yeah. like You put on some Barry White and shit like yeah. that. I was like, oh. Put on hey, some spider white. Hey, you. Hey, how you? Are you looking baby, good, baby? Mm-hmm. You got all eight legs? Mm-hmm. Why don't you shake that thing? Why don't you shake that exoskeleton over here? I'm going to shake my Venezuelan booty for your mm-hmm, ass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they make sweet, <laughs> sweet, passionate love throughout the night. He's like, thwap, thwap, thwap. Uh, <laughs> oh, Spidey. Yeah. Uh, oh, Spidey. <laughs> I'm a real webhead. It's got my eyes. Um, right in the face. Yeah, right in the face. That's uh, the money shot. Shh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so that all happens. And the next thing you know, like, there's all these, like, offsprings of, like, this army of spiders, basically, with this venomous, like, you know, this spider's, like, venomous bite now and everything like that. So, but the it was interesting because it's, like, they were breeded, but they don't really have um, sexual organs, these, like, first batch, and they uh, they have a lifespan of, what, what, like, 10 days? Yeah, like, I think it was even less than that. I think they said, like, three or something mm. ridiculous like that. But, yeah, so... Um, the other thing I was kind of curious about, like, why the fuck did the spiders move from the barn to the house? Because I like this, this, another key point of it was like this, this, uh, spider sack ended up being in the basement of the house. It's like, well, why did you move? You didn't have to. No, and no, again, no. Like, like you said, like they are extremely active. No, no. This is the reason why. And it, it's a throwaway line, but it worked. Uh, you have, uh. Oh, shit. John Goodman? John Goodman's character, Dilbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mentions, he's like, oh, no, they, a spider wouldn't be in a barn. That's too drafty for them and stuff like that. And oh. then he goes, what they need is a damp, dark place with uh, cover from the wind and stuff like that. So, of course, okay. then you have the cellar. And that's when, like, because right when he, he said it, I'm like, of course. That's why, like, parts of my psyche started piecing things together with my past of, like, I remember this. And then okay. I'm all like, well, why did he end up in the, I was like, there was all these, because I always remember, get, jumping ahead, but I'm, I always remember all the fucking spiders, like, in the house, and then he falls in the basement, there's not a single fucking one. Yeah. So I'm little, I don't pay attention really that much, but as soon as he mentions the, like, he's like, oh, yeah, the where the hive is, quote, unquote, 
where the queen sack is going to be, no other spiders will be in there. So the it, spiders are cannibalistic. I remember cannibalistic that. Cannibalistic like, and yeah. some of that. So... And you're like, oh, okay. So then it's like, boom. I will say, like, once they got out of Venezuela, they actually had a reason for pretty much everything that happened. No, and they and did. that was really good. But, yeah, like, Venez- like while they were in Venezuela, they're just like, well, it's pretty. Fuck it. We're not even going to focus on it. It's the plot here. Um but, like, once they actually, like, got into, this, like, the States and had all that kind of stuff, like, they even had, like, the thing about, like, oh, the rotting boards, and that's why he fell through. That's where you meet Delbert in the first place is because, like, there's the, like, the rotting boards and, like, on the, underneath the, like, in the basement. And so, like, I was thinking about this uh, last night slash this morning, and I was thinking about, like, okay, so they actually, like, pieced that together pretty well and kind of covered all the reasons why everything happened the way it happened. Yeah. Um, so good on them for actually being on top of that thing. But again, fucking plywood in the middle of Venezuela. What the fuck? And why use the same coffin? All right. I'm done with that. Anyways. Um, but, yeah, so long story short, the spiders end up killing several people, uh, including the douchebag doctor who didn't believe Jeff... Daniels in the first place and I don't know why I keep wanting to say Jeff Goldblum uh earlier I was trying to say uh Jeff, Jeff Daniels no yeah I know earlier I was thinking in my head that his name was uh Jeff Bridges and then like for some reason my brain keeps slipping off of the name Daniels I don't know why um <clears throat> but yeah so long story short uh they establish that the spiders, like, they figure out that the spiders actually move in sort of like a web pattern and a circular pattern. So they figure out from the patterns that it's all or- originating from Jeff Daniels' house. Um, so they head to his house. Yeah, they head to his house. Uh, he's they go like, inside it's, to it's, Honestly, so I'll put it this way. So they walk into the house. They're being very careful, checking all the stuff and things like that with the spiders. But what I liked about it, if you think about it, it was a really good shot, kind of brought you back to the birds. Yeah. They're like, he kind of walks in, he's all like, all right, everyone just get up, kind of be very quiet, very still, just move this be way. And then, careful, and, then, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like, boom, 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 they all just start coming out, the spiders. So the thing that I'm really impressed with uh, this movie is the fact that, yeah, like we said, there's only a few animatronics, maybe a little bit of puppetry, but a lot of these spiders are real spiders. And, like, you think about it going, like, what they did with these spiders, like, when they're coming out of, like, the sink and they're coming out of, like, the door, like, sockets and stuff like that. It's like, you're like, holy fuck, these are real fucking spiders. So good on them for, like, doing that. And, like, uh, I remember you were like, I'm going to check the spider budget on this movie. But, um... Which actually I'm doing right now. No, I that's fine. So yeah, it's it's funny though because like it's a it's not a it's this is what blew my mind. We're gonna talk about the reviews and like what the other websites gave the reviews and the ones the two of them that I that I you know looked at first. I was like, oh, that makes sense. It seems reasonable. This is exactly what they would give it. But I was very surprised with one of them where I was like, wait, you gave it this? And oh, I'm like, yeah. And you're this site, so. I'll put it this way. Arachnophobia. It's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a fantastic movie. Like, holy crap, this is revolutionary or anything like that. It's a it's a good fi- film. It's a, it's a film I think everyone should at least see once. Unless you have a problem with spiders, then don't. Um, this might well, actually be... Yeah, one- I will say, like, I watched the movie and I'm not normally afraid of spiders. And this made me, like, super jumpy. So, so um, but yeah, so it's it's just a fun movie. Uh, everyone plays a good job, and they, it, it's funny too because they kind of they kind of camp with it a little bit. Yeah, at certain points, there's like a part where it's like we have to look for spiders, and the guys are like, uh, like this other guy just picks up like a newspaper, and just kind of pokes stuff, and he's just like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a yeah. I'm a coroner. Like I don't. 
what am I doing here? So everyone kind of has funds within stuff like that or whatnot. So, um, and, Oh, uh, do you have it? So I don't have a specific number for how much the budget was for the spiders specifically, mm-hmm. but I just say that the the budget for the movie was twenty two million dollars. Uh, the film made use of over three hundred Avondale spiders from New Zealand, which were picked for their large size, unusually social lifestyle, and because they are essentially harmless to humans. Um, but yeah, the large general and queen were articulated models. No surprise there. But at least, like, I was kind of curious what kind of spiders they used. Yeah, and how yeah. Many, like, 300 spiders. 300 fucking spiders. 300. And it showed because it was super creepy. Yeah, they did a great job with that. So so that does answer that question, though, because mm-hmm. it's like they're basically harmless or whatnot. So when they're coming down on their webs and stuff like that, and he's like, oh, shit, get off me and yeah. stuff like that. So, um but yeah, so uh, before we uh, before we talk about everyone else's review and our reviews, what do you want to give? What do you want to use as our five out of five this week? Uh, we can do egg sacks. Ooh, that's a good pull. Uh, we can do slippers. We could do slippers. Um, or we could do plywood. <laughs> She's no, we could do cla- we could do caskets. There's caskets. I, I was going to say webs. Oh yeah, we could do webs because they made really good webbing. They did. They um, are like they well, I'm pretty sure that that's not like what the webs actually look like, but it was like the standard like they used yeah like, like the it, standard it, spiral. It, it was like a, it was like a Charlotte's web. Yeah, it was the standard spiral web that I can't remember what spider actually makes that, but yes. But um, or we can do five out of five uh, exterminator trucks. Oh yeah, <laughs> we could. I don't know. That's tough. You pick. Five out of five exterminator trucks. All right, we'll go with exterminator trucks. Let's face it, John John Goodman has a really good scene in this movie. Oh, he so made he, the movie. he's fun. I like him in this. So he he plays the exterminator, um, and he he has he's doing this voice where I'm all like, it's almost like him doing the Bill Murray version in Caddyshack, like yes! that kind of a character. It's sort he's of just like, like hey, you know, you're going to do this, and you know, it's, it's going to be fun, and, you know. It's like, oh yeah, I remember busting a couple of arachnids over down in the. Which is funny because, like, if you listen to what he's saying, what he's saying is actually very intelligent, but he but says he it in such a way that you're just like, ah, uh, fuck off. But he has a great scene in it where, like, they run out of the house finally and you see him come out, like, and he's got all gears up, two tanks, puts on this gas mask, he's like, let's rock and roll. He's yes. just like, Psh! spraying these oh, and like so whatever poison he's using it's literally just dis- they're melting like they're yeah. burning to death like it was fucking badass so yes which five another, out of five like, exterminator trucks yeah which is another good point of how dated it is because he actually mentions that he's using a uh oh what was the word that he used like the glove that he was using and it's like some uh like the material that's like in old houses that's like super dangerous to your health and i can't remember oh yeah the uh, asbestos he was using an asbestos asbestos glove like and it's like super super dangerous and causes cancer and he's like oh yeah i got my asbestos glove i'm like yeah because it kills fucking everything yeah including us yeah but yeah it's just kind of funny to be like oh and i was thinking about it like back in the day like they used like poison that was actually poisonous like now they have to find like stuff that's not going to kill humans or yeah exactly like Like, back in the day they did not give yeah they did not give two shit so (laughs) uh so we'll do five out of five exterminated trucks uh, so we'll go to, uh, I'm going to go to Metacritic first. Okay. They scored it at a 67. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, then you got, um, IMDB. They gave it a 6.4. So they're pretty much in the same realm as them. Mm-hmm. And this one surprised me. So 92% 
from Rotten Tomatoes, but the user's rating is 54%. Now, this is also interesting, too. The review counter for the actual reviews is, is only 36. Mm-hmm. Audience is at 2,025,000, you know. Yeah. It's it's like more than them, and it's like at 50%. So the audience, Metacritic, and IMDb are pretty much in the same realm. Well, they're like, yeah. Well, Three-ish out of five. Yeah, three-ish out of five. But so, but they're telling me that arachnophobia is four points down percentage wise from Avengers Endgame. Yes, which is a ninety-seven percent. I have to call bullshit on this. Yeah. I honestly, I'm scrolling down. I was reading, like, looking at all the critics. Seriously, not a single bad one so far. <laughs> like you go, to, like if you just go to the page, like before I click on all critic reviews and all yeah. other reviews. But even the top like four. Mm-hmm. Um, like of just the people writing in are at like uh you know three and a half you know four three so it's like okay but like everything else is like all the actual critics it's all like this movie is fun it's really got its stuff and you're like okay so we're gonna break it down what do we think five out of five exterminator tricks and what did you like about the movie what did you didn't like about the movie and do you think for the first time <laughs> that Rotten Tomatoes could be wrong. Oh, I would be totally shocked if Rotten Tomatoes is wrong, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to say that it is, because you know what? I never fucking agree with Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I know, right? Anyway, so... Um, I would probably give it a three and a half out of five. Originally, I was going to give it a four out of five, but then I remember the fucking plywood thing, and that dropped at point five points. Um, so if you have if you have plywood in your movie that is a place where plywood doesn't belong, you will lose a point. Like seriously, there was no plywood fucking anywhere in any of the shots, and then even... all of a sudden it just shows up on the fucking cat. Like serious, and who the fuck uses plywood for a casket? All right, I'm done. I, 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 I don't know. I just, any, I don't know why, but that just really rubs me the wrong way. Is there anything you liked? Um. I liked and didn't like the use of the 300 fucking spiders. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I liked in general the fact that it actually, like, uh, most of the story was very cohesive. Like, again, once yeah, I no. got out of Venezuela, like, everything was accounted for in a, like, logical and yeah, they, not they, they, campy they, way. They did. It's funny because <laughs> it is listed as, like, a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. But they did do some serious stuff with it. It like, was mostly horror. You know, kind of thing. Like, there's a little bit of comedy, but not like major. Like, and it was mostly John Goodman. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's uh, it's just one of those things. But yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, the movie's fun. Uh, the thing I actually really we were talking about this in the in the car this morning. Uh, I really liked was the fact that they they could have set it up for a sequel, but they didn't. Yes. And I like that they did that. And not necessarily thinking, like, well, all the spiders were killed. I totally forgot there was the scientist who actually had his own live version mm-hmm. of it back at his office. So they could have totally have even gone back to that and just been like, oh, it escaped or someone dropped it or he's dead now. What do you want to do with this? Oh, it's a spider. Just release it. You know, like something like that. They could have d- set it up. And, you know, you do something like that. You don't even need Jeff Daniels or any of the other cast because now it's in a different state. It's in a different area. There's a different, you know, kind of thing to do with it. Like the one guy you could bring back was a side character who got sent out there earlier because the one guy was way too busy. Yeah. And then he's all like, no, you got to come out here. And then he finally comes out here. So I'm like, you could have literally done a sequel with him. Like, cause he goes back to his hometown and be like, wait, where's the spider that he brought back? We have to kill it. And they're like, oh, we let that go. Cause the guy was, you know, d- fuck. I just wrote the sequel to <laughs> arachnophobia. 
1992, this movie could have come out. Fuck, I would have been a billionaire. It would have been a year right before Jurassic Park. And then dinosaurs would come out and be like, it's all right, I was only going to do two. And then I would have been like Gremlins. I would have been like fucking fucking Steven Spielberg with the Gremlins where I'm like, oh, I'm only doing two. And there's never going to be a third one, ever. If you want to play with this, you have to reboot it. Ah, oh, fuck, I would have been like that guy. That's like, oh, every movie does a trilogy. And then people be like, not Gremlins. And not arachnophobia, thanks to Steve fucking Mooney. That guy fucking dropped it like it's hot, came up with this whole new backstory. It was fucking amazing. People usually say the sequel's never good as the first one. Fuck, the sequel's amazing. John Goodman came back. He was like, fuck, this script is amazing. I'm coming. Hard. You know? All over the pages. All we need over the, a new those script. Thwip, thwip, thwip all over the place. He's <laughs> like, I need a new script, please. Ah, uh, shit. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I give it uh, about a three. Three out of five? Three out of five. I mean, it's a fun movie. I can enjoy it. I, I, I mean, not going to lie, there's the parts where, like, I know they're coming with the spiders jumping, and I still did the, like, fuck! Like, you flinch <laughs> yeah. a little bit. You're like, god damn it. Like, so, if anything, okay, I'll put it this way. I'm not big in 3D movies. You're doing a remake of Arachnophobia. Do it in 3D. Oh, fuck. Do it in 3D. Like, do the normal one, but do a 3D one. That would be, because you could, you could fucking, you wouldn't be campy with it, because it would fucking work. Yeah, that would be terrifying. Because it wouldn't just be spiders jumping, like, for no reason. Because you could literally, when they're coming down, like, you could do the 3D like that. So yeah. it looks like, like, oh, fuck, you know. Oh, God. God damn it. Why aren't I making... Fuck, I gotta do something with my life. <laughs> Anyways. I swear um, to fucking God, they're like, they're like, oh, yeah, so Arachnophobia, seek, uh, reboot, and... Uh, you're like, stop doing, listening to my goddamn podcast. We're doing it in 3D, yeah, you know. Fuck. Um... Yeah, so that, I think, wraps up our Yeah, this review. wraps up this episode. Um, but yeah, fun stuff. But yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, 90 I would two. recommend yeah, it's seeing a fun it, but movie. don't pay for it. Yeah, no, it's on, uh, if you have HBO, uh, go. It's right. It's on there right now. Uh, go check it out. But yeah, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I fucking disagree with you with that. 92 fucking percent. Don't get me wrong. I don't, it's not like I hate the movie by any stretch of the imagination. I'm like, that's just a high rating for that movie. Yeah, that's way too high of a rating. Like, fuck. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode <laughs> of Not Another Be Horrorcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. And uh, I want to thank Jake Gyllenhaal for being on the show. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add, Jake? Nope, I got nothing. All other right. than be sure to spray your house. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, that's going to wrap up this episode. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Jake. And until next time. Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Fuck, I just gave them a sequel and the reboot. God damn it. You know, what? Then, you know what? They can actually recover from that because they wouldn't have the fucking plywood. No, they're going to put that in just to piss you off. <sighs> It'd be like, No, you know how they'll piss you off with huh. that? It'll be like arachnophobia. And you're like, yeah, okay, cool. And then it's just plywood productions. Oh, you, <laughs> you fucks! Yeah, sucks.